what is this? Wow. <laughs> That's Billie Eilish, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew you'd know. Oh, I've, That's I've, your girl. I've heard a lot of Billie over the last couple of years. She was, I believe, on SNL last <laughs> night. Although I've been informed I can't make fun of you. Or I shouldn't make fun of you. Because it's not that uh, you know all the gay music. You're just very <laughs> knowledgeable about music. And I do, have to, <clears throat> I do have to admit that is the truth. Well, you know? I'm cultured. And I, I, am, you know, I like to dabble in all music through all genres through all time. So I've heard so it all. For all you, re- for, well, for all you real men out there, here's how I could put it into perspective. It's like bidets. I'm not a f- who's ever going to use a bidet, <laughs> but I am a plumber, so I know all about plumbing. I know a lot about bidets. You know. Right. Yeah. In, in fact, so. you and I will be individuals in a place where we will see a day is there, but we won't be the ones who put our face in front of it and get sprayed. I did at that place. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I was the one because I had to test it out. Everybody was afraid to turn it on. Obviously, I'm going to turn it on. Yeah, well, you know, I'm happier that you don't know how one works. No, that one was improperly set. You're supposed uh-huh. to have an RPZ, a reduced pressure zone. There you oh, go. Idiots. Yeah. The, problem is, the problem is Florida has Notor- like this is not just me saying this. Florida is like notorious nationwide for having bad plumbers. <laughs> Fantastic, man! I see, <laughs> I see an opportunity for you there. But believe it or not, like I'm not just trying to say this because I'm one of them. The best plumbers, like in like it's internationally known, like the best plumbers come from like the north of America because we have to deal with like frost lines. You know, freezing pipes. You're also engaging some of the oldest designs in our country. Stuff that absolutely pretty much laid down almost 200 <clears throat> years ago. That's why you'll see, like, everybody knows the hardest test for plumbing are, like, uh, if you want to be, like, the Chicago license, the New York license. It's like the north and northeast. Yeah, you're right. Older, cold, cold environments, man. Those are the hard. Yeah, man. Well, and again, the oldest institutions and the oldest frameworks and cities, you're talking about places where, you know, they were laying pipe, again, 200 years ago, probably, um, and figuring things out. And then we had some various fires in pretty much every city. I don't want to call it a great reset, but some might want to call it a bit of a great reset that went down. Dude, the more you look back from like a 2023 perspective, like the Chicago Fire, San Francisco that was Fire, a cow. yeah, and oh, then it just so on. happened that Oprah Winfrey got double the land. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, man, We're a little bit of a Lahaina connection going on here, no doubt. I don't know how that happened, but uh, it's amazing they no, had those uh, direct energy weapons back in those days. I'm very impressed, actually. But you even, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know, those Jews had time travel. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's really funny to look at it from like a today's eye where you're like, and it was so much easier to fake this shit back then. For sure, Chicago Fire was a great reset because that was when Chicago went from like this <laughs> filthy, dirty. I mean, we were known for like pork and, and beef and stuff, you know, we were it, like a meatpacking city. Yeah, it was meatpacking. It was a shipyard railroad stopover, but it was at the heart of the country and it was uh, p- 
pivotally, uh, uh, you know, located. And so uh, they needed to essentially burn out the immigrants that made up the majority of the population yeah, the there. Poor people. Yeah, the cows, man. Whichever absolutely. Smelled worse. Oh, you know, we the Italians, the Irish. <laughs> you get rid of the riffraff, right? And then you push All them. the animals. <laughs> but, you know, what do you need to do, right? You got to burn away their homes and then buy out the real estate so you can start putting up your skyscrapers. For real, in highways. Absolutely. And then, and then you become a hub for, like, more economic stuff. Even international know? trade. International trade. Yeah, dude. That's really crazy when you look at it from... Well, you know. each major city, it started with New York, and then you go west, where to Chicago, all the way to San Francisco. These were burgeoning societies that at one point or another just happened to be burned down to smithereens so they could be rebuilt in the eyes of the... Uh, Modern day Rothschild banking uh, system. Wow, that's the reality, right? Yeah, hey, yeah, uh, that's really all it is, huh? I don't know. That's what we got to imagine. Uh, <laughs> I I base everything I know off of Alex Jones' doctrine and theory. And uh, when it comes to Alex Jones, mm-hmm. I know he's right about everything, simply because now he just offered officially the Sandy Hook victims <clears throat> fifty five million over ten years. Dude, I, over 10 years. Five million. Five million. A year, dude. Yeah. This guy. They're going to take it. I know, dude. <laughs> he won, man. He the, won folks, for sure. Folks, the frogs Listen, are gay. For, and the- <laughs> Let me put this into perspective for all you uh, liberal Democrats out there who hate Alex Jones. And we're cheering the $1.5 billion. This isn't even the point five. <laughs> this, this is a point zero. Zero five. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, we did a little. We chatted about it about two weeks ago, where they offered him like eighty-five million, and no word came out of the Alex Jones team. And then he finally <laughs> countered, like right before Christmas. I'll give you fi- five million a year over ten years. That's the best I'll I can do. I'll give you fifty-five because I pleaded the fucking fifth. <laughs> the fifth. Yeah, it's so funny. I can't believe that's what he's offering. I almost think they're gonna get nothing. They may end up no. getting absolutely nothing out of this, and the whole point was to just discredit anyone who challenges the mainstream narrative behind mass shootings. I don't know if this is does add up, but I don't know. All I know is I would have been like, what did you guys get me on, 27 minutes? I'll give you a million a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> like t- but I'm just looking at that. I think it was like 27 minutes, right? He, and 55, yeah, he was, that, that's like double 27. So maybe he just did, all right, I'll give you two mil a minute. <laughs> that's right, per couple, right? A million each for the families. And one for that gay FBI guy. How did he even get in the lawsuit? I, I gotta be honest, man. When you look at some of the footage, the, the one in question, I have to say, is the clip of the father of one of the victims yucking it up and laughing his ass off with all the reporters and then they tell him he's live and he like a thespian like a shakespearean actor just like, like a paying sag member seriously <laughs> he he just changes his entire demeanor and becomes like stricken with grief for the camera it, it's bizarre it, it it's kind of creepy and it was out there before the internet was getting highly manipulated and messed with. I mean, this is early days internet, you know? 
Oh, yeah. This is when all we had was Alex Jones. When you could still watch funny stuff on YouTube. You know, that channel was not like narrative. I mean, now you got Steven Crowder, Tim Pool, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Too many right-wing extremists. Too many right-wing extremists, including one I did not see coming, but allegedly at the UFC fight the other night where, once again, Trump... And I, I don't know if Tucker was there or not, but, it, you know, it was Kid Rock and Trump and Dana White. They walked out as rock stars. I mean, Trump is wildly beloved in the UFC uh, arena, if you will. Um, <laughs> but apparently there was another fan of USC there and also a fan of Trump, A.C. Slater himself from the Save by the Bell days, uh, Mr. Uh, Mario uh, Lopez. Come on, give me some sound effects on that one. Yeah, man. I did not see Mario Lopez. That's right, folks. I'll even throw it up. Excuse me? Yeah, you heard that correct. Oh, my God. Mario Lopez. I mean, I thought he hated Mexicans and he hated gays. You know, Mario Lopez, from what I understand, straight dude with a wife and kids, and probably a guy who makes millions of dollars, so doesn't want to be taxed, uh, you know, half of his earnings away, right? So maybe, potentially, kind of a Trump conservative supporter kind of makes sense. You know what's killing the left right now, which is why they're in total panic mode and they're going to offer us up Gavin American Psycho Newsom, uh, is because... The left's whole image is that tranny circus they had uh, inviting everyone for the tranny Christmas over at the White House, (laughs) right? And then the gay fella getting banged up his ass over in the Senate hearing meeting. Like, that's that's building back better. That's Bidenomics, right? That's what the Biden administration is offering up. That's the decency they told us they would give us. Uh, Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Dude, no, they literally said that. That's what they ran on. Remember Nancy Pelosi yes. with her teeth falling out was like, we're bringing decency back to the White House. <laughs> Between martinis. Absolutely. Like, like, <laughs> believe it or not, she was drunker than I am now. <laughs> and she was about to vote. She ran our country it, for two decades. Uh, I, I gotta <laughs> say, uh, it's not shocking that someone like Mario Lopez, probably son of immigrants, I imagine, right? He he was young in the eighties. Not gay. It was a thing back a long time ago. He, that's what it was. He like did this thing. I guess it was a cl- uh, comedy thing. But yeah, I wasn't the only one who thought he was gay. So I don't know. Maybe who not knows? Gay, though. Got a wife. Got kids. Wife, Very kids. Uh, successful. Probably has a lot of money. Multiple residences. Um, most likely, obviously, it wow. seems pretty apparent he supports Trump. years old. Ladies, marry a Latino. Look at that hair. I know. He, Holy cow. Guy, it's outrageous. Not a plug in there. Jesus Christ. I'm no, so it's, jealous. It's crazy. Which, by the way, Mike, I don't have an eye for it like you do, but I brought up Seth Myers to Emma, and she Googled up some pictures of him, and we lost our collective <laughs> minds for about 20 minutes at a bar, just scrolling through pictures of Seth Myers right now. The guy looks totally insane, man. Come on, you're better off just going bald, man. Come on, don't I look better than Seth Meyer? Well, yeah, you look fantastic. For anyone who doesn't know, Mike has kind of upgraded his look. He's gone all in on the John Travolta, and I think he is a almost identical. <laughs> you you may say they could have a face-off, and I wouldn't even know who was the John Travolta uh, and who wasn't. Oh, yeah. no, dude, I don't think it's working. I, I, think it's, I don't think it's working. I might have to... 
got to give it time, it and then you got you got to work the. No, uh, I actually think I'm just gonna let it go for like the whole winter. I love it, but um, man, I we were jumping between pictures. This is how funny it is with Seth Meyers because I commented to Emma like, you know, Seth Meyers kind of turning into Trump there with the tan and the hair, you know, and we were they all are. We were Everybody jumping between. We were going in between pictures, and you. The only difference she called it out, and this is when I realized she said the only difference is Trump goes forward with the comb over. Seth Meyers is taking it backwards and to the right. <laughs> and Seth Meyers now his comb over is looking kind of wacky because it's getting really deflated in the <clears> middle <throat> there, so it's kind of slanting in a well, weird you notice angle. If you, okay, you got to Google this so you see what I'm talking about. Google a picture of him. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna give you guys a little minute here, but you gotta focus on the hair in the front. <laughs> you're like, you're like, wait a minute. There, that there's like a hair in the front that's about as thick as my pinky finger, <laughs> and you're like, there is no way a hair is naturally that thick. What he did is have really bad hair transplants, right? Oh yeah. And and now all the other hair that was there's dead. It's gone. So all he has are these transplants. So they're putting this like powder shit on the hair that is there to like thicken it up and that's where you get these like tree trunk looking hairs it's also i challenge anyone to look at a picture of seth myers recently and tell me which direction his hair is going i just just, give me give me one direction though you can only give me one direction that his hair is going right it's the challenge challenge. listen i'm gonna go even easier just look at a recent picture of seth meyer and tell me that looks human because <laughs> no, his eyes are bugging out of his skull and he's got everything the weird the, tan going on it's so funny so, to me man the skin is so stretched out i'm fucking trying to hide those wrinkles Dude, that's what i mean i can't stop looking i'm about to jerk off to mario lopez look at this guy Jesus Mario Christ, Lopez. 50 years old? What did he do? Well, and again, he looks kind of plastic when you check him out on the Access Hollywood or whatever he's uh, doing on the daytime shows there. But it, I saw in some articles recently, uh, especially because he's trending now with these pictures of... Everyone, take a look at Mario Lopez online with Trump. The guy is smiling ear to ear. He's got the thumbs out. They are having an absolute blast. This guy loves Donald Trump, <laughs> and this this shit went viral. Uh, I mean, it was it was a uh, it was a literal fire lit by homeless people in Boulder, Colorado, spreading through Louisville and burning down every house in its sight. That's a callback to two years ago. Uh, but uh, like, it's incredible how much this guy is putting his support behind Trump. And I, I seriously think that this is going to be the trend going forward, which is why they got to do the cyber attack uh, blackout on the Internet thing. They can't let us actually vote in the election now. No, you know what's really funny about this is they really tried to make a Trump supporter, like, they tried to make the image of the Trump supporter this, like, fat, dumb, bald piece of yes, shit. Too. Yes, too. Right, but then Mario Lopez comes out with his raging 12-pack, and he's 50 years old with great hair. <laughs> and he's Latino. Latino. Not, he's got a not, wife. He's got the nuclear family. He, you know what I mean. By the way, he ain't Latinx or whatever you want to call oh, it. No, this guy's a Latino, yeah, and he knows Latino, he's a Latino. Man. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's right. I love the. I love the dude. This guy's been married forever. Like this guy's a legit dude. 
So, and given credit to someone who was thrusted onto the scene at a very early age with very immense young. fame, probably offered many rides on the Lolita Express with Chris Tucker and Kevin Spacey, turned you it don't down. Don't hear about Zach Morris. You know what? Call Me, back to Saved by the Bell. Man, well, I'm thinking now about some of the Saved by by the Bell, you know, kids there. They're the ones who went maybe a good route, and look at them. They're doing whatever, and then look what happened to Screech. The poor guy did porn oh, and ended up Screech. dying early, man. Like, Screech had a bad run. It's too bad. Yeah. I don't know. He did Actually, do the Zach porn. Zach Morris turned out to not be a bad guy either. He did pretty good. I don't know. You don't hear these guys' names coming up on the Lolita Express flight log. You don't. You're, you know, none of them really got me tooed. Or super famous either, right? They all kind of drifted off into obscurity for the most part. Yeah, even this guy, uh, Zach Morris, it looks like he got married twice, but he's still married to the girl he married in 2012. Something... I mean, I'm, I know people that have done a lot worse. You know, he's got a couple kids. Oh, man, something <laughs> up with the whole immense fame and fortune and the devil worshipping. Have you uh, listened to any Doja Cat recently? Emma enjoys the Doja Cat when it comes no, on the radio. No, but did you see Dogecoin? Dogecoin back in action. All right, man. It went up. Yeah, it doubled, dude. Wow. Millionaires well, I don't know in if the making. Now, but it was up to 10. If you didn't sell, you should have sold. 10, you, buy, you should always sell at 10 and buy around 4 or 5. You just keep doubling right. your money. It's yeah. crazy. It's kind of outrageous, but uh, Doja Cat, check, check it out. She's... She's weighing in heavy on the satanic worshiping, and she's got a new jam out there. And it, it, she's literally saying in the song, like, nah, I'm selling my soul to the devil to be famous. And like, that's like pretty much the whole uh, idea for this song. Uh, I don't hear Ben Shapiro reading the lyrics to this one. It's no wet ass pussy, I guess, in his mind. But, uh, <laughs> you know, people should check it out. It's pretty demonic, it's pretty interesting. It's up there with... Is the devil Sam Smith? It's, well, I was going to say, you're psycho, man. It's up there with the <laughs> Sam Smith and his devil trainees that he had dancing around him, man. Like, it's, it's, on, that, it's on that level. Uh, uh, these, I assume they'll all be at next year's Christmas. These pop stars, man, they're obsessed with the devil worshipping. Uh, that's what it comes down to. Um, man, what do we got left on the docket today? I, I got some goods, and I hope you're excited. Uh, we, we can, with the pick of the litter here, Mike, but I think, I think maybe I want to start off with Vivek talking about the Jan 6 and the oh, Gretchen. You know I was hungry. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you smell what the Vivek is cooking? That's a Rama shawarma <laughs> ding dong, my man. I hope you brought all the tzatziki sauce. I can't tell what it is, but I bet it comes on a stick. You know what I'm <laughs> we'll have a pita for the side there, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> I love me the Vivek, man. He's just dominating the airwaves with truth bombs, and I'm here for it every single day. He was on the CNN, I believe, on Thursday, maybe, or Friday. Remember, I... uh, remember when, like, the Taste of Chicago did, like, a whole, like, food on a stick? Yeah, man. That I think like that's their whole... Thing. Well, it still is. Isn't that what they're known for? You get the giant chicken or the turkey leg? On a stick? I think everything comes on the stick over at the Taste of Chicago, or that's what the whole gimmick is. Like, it's if it's not stick worthy, you probably don't want to be there at the Taste.
I've been there like 20 years. But dude, I was in the Middle East. They definitely nailed food on a stick. That's because it's like <laughs> super greasy and they always have a pea. Remind me with the pita. Like they always cook like a meat on a stick and then it's like resting on the pita. The pita's soaking in the oil or whatever. But then that meat on a stick ends up getting put in like something else. Well, you can easily put the pita in your hand, stick the stick with the meat on your pita-laden hand, squeeze, and then all the meat just easily falls Mm -hmm. right into that pita, and you can adorn it with whatever garnish and accoutrement that you are in the mood for. Nah, see, what they would always do is they would, like, then they would take, yeah, they would use that to get the meat off, but then they would chop up the meat, and they would put it on this, like, rice and all this other bunch of shit in there, and then you would rip off pieces of the pita and like use that to to grab like the rice and meat and then just shove it all in your mouth especially in these countries you can't oh, be great. you can't be putting your hand your bare hand up in the communal you know area of the food there i mean i don't think they do the toilet paper up in these regions so you know the hand to be honest with you that's what made me feel like i was like the opposite see dude Try the whole hose on the butt thing. I'm telling you right now, you start hosing your butt down instead of wiping it with toilet paper, you're like, yeah, I will share a plate with this guy's bare hand more than anybody who uses toilet paper. They're hosing down the butts over there? Yeah, so every toilet, well, they don't have toilets. They got, like, these ceramic floor things that you could squat on. Oh, yeah. But then next to it, like, you know, like, the old-fashioned, like, hose you'd pull out of the sink that was next to the faucet? I do remember that, yeah. That's exactly what they have, like, hooked up next to every toilet. So you hose down your butt. <laughs> All right, man. It's a maybe a more old-fashioned bidet. The bidet, I guess, is for the, the wealthy elites, right, where you can just sit down on your second toilet and give a little squirting up into the old anal region. But in the <laughs> kind of poor countries there, you just grab the old hose next to the toilet <laughs> there and give the spray down and uh, be on your way. Yeah, you, you hose it. You hose down your butt. You hose down the the you know the place that you shit, and you know get some on your feet. No problem. Hose it down. And if it's a communal bathroom, right? Everybody loves the joke where you go to squirt down your butthole area, but then you fake squirt your friend. You're like, ah, oh, just kidding, buddy. Oh, you know. <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, I had you. <laughs> do you know where they would do that though? No, I don't. All the time. <laughs> oh, dude, this is blow your mind. So, like, if you go to any mall in the Middle East or, like, like really, like, you know, busy public areas. Oh, yeah. In the public bathroom, like, you walk in and right away there's, like, this trough on the floor with, like, seats and hoses and everybody, go, like, they wash their feet. All right. Nice, man. It's a, it's a place to wash your feet. It's good to have and some that, clean feet. Absolutely. That's where you would get the the fucking around with the hose sprays. The playful spray. All right, I dig it. Not in the yeah. uh, bidet region where you're squirting the ass, but uh, over in the feet spraying region. That's where we can kind of splash around. If you spray me in the face with your feet spray, I'm a little okay. It's funny. Your ass spray, I'm a little <laughs> mad. <laughs> Maybe if you've got like a grunge or, or a grudge or something, you know, I guess the other guy. Oh, the ass spray, those are fighting words. That's, that's right. a fighting spray. Like, 
or maybe you bend over in a certain way so you you spray the bungholio, but the <laughs> the water refracts in a certain direction and accidentally a few beads maybe you know kind of bounce off the cheek there and, and hit your friend in the face, right? I gotta tell you, the only problem was in the morning before you got the hot water to the bathroom. Like those hoses were cold. That was some cold water hitting your butt all. Well, then it'd be nice and warm. You know. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I hope you lowered your brow and your standards for uh, this episode. <laughs> We're bringing the heat. I'm telling you, man, we need to go back to the hose. Fuck the toilet paper. The hose is better. It's cleaner. Well, right on. Well, uh, speaking of dudes hosing their bungholios, let's uh, pass it away to Mr. Shwarma himself, uh, Vivek Rama Shwarma Ding Dog. <laughs> oh, he's clean a butthole. He's, he's, he's a man who's... <laughs> He's a man with a tan, and he's using the hose. No doubt about it. I can tell a man with a clean butthole, you know? So Vivek, uh, he did this town hall uh, extravaganza thing that CNN likes to do with all these would-be candidates who don't have a chance because it's going to be Trump versus Biden, we all know. So uh, Vivek did this town hall on CNN over, I believe, on Thursday or Friday. I wasn't truly paying attention. However, I saw some clippage, and I did some snips and uh, I have Vivek rudely getting interrupted as he rudely mansplains to the uh, CNN anchor here on this uh, stage. How dare you, about mansplain. About the lies we were fed by the mainstream legacy media over the January 6th uh, Fed insurrection, as well as the involvement of the FBI in one of my favorite plots that never actually was the faux kidnapping of the governor of Michigan, uh, Gretchen Witch, Witchmer, Whit, Whit, Whitmer, 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 I, I still know. can't say it. Okay, but either way, uh, she's got a weird <laughs> name. But uh, here's Vivek, let's give it to him. I hope you're hungry. Let's get some shawarma ding long on going on here. Oh, yeah. If you had told me that January 6th was in any way... I Vivek Ramaswamy was easier than whatever Gretchen is. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I can I spell Vivek Ramaswamy on our notes. No spell check. It wouldn't let me do Gretchen Whitmer. Whitmer. Whit, Whitmer. I, can, I can't even can't even do it. I just did one. Yeah, you saw that. I just went with Gretchen. It accepted Gretchen, not Whitmer. I'm not mad at you. I don't think I can spell it either. Ramadama Lingdong is more of a name, or you know, Ramaswamy. Spell check accepts, not Whitmer. So it makes me think. I think this lady's a lizard, uh, Anunnaki or something. So let's or do spell it. check is just as hungry as we are. <laughs> let's get some truth. <laughs> is that tzatziki on the side or? Uh, oh, you know it. I don't want it swimming. All right, all right, here we go. Inside job, the subject of government entrapment. I would have told you that was crazy talk, fringe conspiracy theory nonsense. I can tell you now, having gone somewhat deep in this, it's not. I mean, the reality is this. We do have a government, first of all, we have to acknowledge that has lied to us systematically over the last several years about the origin of COVID-19, about the Hunter Biden laptop that we were told was false by 51 CIA experts and otherwise before we now know that it was true. You can go straight down the list, the Trump-Russia disinformation collusion hoax, all of it. Now we come to January 6th. The reality is we know that there were federal law enforcement agents in that field. We don't know how many. I think it's Mr. a shame, if, if I may finish this answer. Well, let me just, is, is I, really I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you here because. So they're talking into your piece like you got to shut them up, shut them up right now. Yeah, uh, stop right now. Yes. Do you know how much money we sunk into that documentary on HBO Max with uh, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's daughter? Stop him now. 
Because I know this that establishment were, doesn't approve of this message. I know that there this, were federal agents. Be able to talk about this. You're saying that there were federal this is, agents. This is important to talk about. So the best part about this whole clip is, and wow. again, I got the money shot at the end, I promise you, but the crowd is in it with Vivek. Wow, that was very surprising. No, I didn't expect that. Wow. It goes on. The whole clip, the crowd is really supporting this guy. Because I think everybody wants answers. I think everybody knows these assholes lied to us for a long time. But I think even the people who are like are for the January 6th, like I got to imagine a guy like Bill Maher has to be like, we need answers because I've been I've been fighting with people for three years about this, and I can't present any real evidence against what they're bringing me. In fact, as time goes on, <laughs> you know I mean? Bill Maher standing there thinking, my audience doesn't agree with me anymore on Jan 6. What's going on here? And this video kind of looks like the feds were letting him in. <laughs> the more video that gets released, it's getting harder and harder to answer these questions. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> My big problem is how do you guys not realize more and more information is constantly coming about out that supports these quote-unquote conspiracies, and we never get more information from your side. How about the it's, fact the one guy actually on camera multiple days saying into the camera, we got to storm the Capitol, just got a misdemeanor. Ray Epps, he's just a, a poor, poor farmer. farmer. I know, man. Just... Oh, let him go, Frank. <laughs> He just wants to live out his days with his wife. Slap on the wrist. What's that? No, don't look at his past CIA. <laughs> it's, um, I think just well, so... I don't, I don't know. I think we're all in agreement here. Was January... So, the funniest thing to me is, we're all in agreement pretty much that it was the feds. It's just a matter of, was it the CIA or the FBI? Who's trying to get rid of Trump? Yeah, that's a great... Uh, perspective, I, I have a feeling that it was multiple agencies involved on multiple levels to kind of uh, muddy the water and make it as if nobody can really tell who who's, uh, you know, working behind the scenes and pulling the strings. Um, it There must be maybe just this massive deep state in charge of everything, and uh, we're all screwed. Mm. Right? That's kind of what it comes down. I need to drain that swamp. I gotta say, I, the more this goes on, just the more it seems like Trump was absolutely a massive shock to the system that controls, uh, you know, the puppeteers up there in Washington, D.C. I think they finally uh, were awoken up to the reality that no matter how much you control the narrative, no matter how much you lie through the machine on, on these news networks and everything else, no matter how much you control Hollywood, right, uh, it, it may not matter if the if the reality around everybody else is shitty, and they know it's you, then they're gonna want to get rid of you. Yeah, it may not matter like who you and are. They will. Yes, yeah, and so that's why all of a sudden now, you know what? Four years ago, you would have never seen Mario Lopez posing with Trump anywhere. Oh, that's a good call, but that makes you question, is it because now, like, people like him have had enough and they need to show, or is it, like, now he, Trump has been corrupted enough <laughs> that, that he's, he's in part of the system? <laughs> right? I don't know. I, I personally, I've, I've been seeing this everywhere. Uh, I, I see liberals in Colorado deflated by their own policies, defeated by For their sure. own leaders, and, and they are... 
uh, just lost at this point. They don't understand why these ideals that they have supported uh, have have been, you know, just ruined their lives so so deeply Dude, for so long. I can't long. tell you how many dads I've heard be like, "Hey, man, I don't know. They're doing drag shows." <laughs> Like, in their school... No, no, dude. They're not having, like, grown men come. He's like... But they're doing these quote-unquote talent shows, and half of the kids are like... Not half of them, but, but you'll have, like, three <laughs> three boys that are doing, like, a drag... This was ensemble. the whole point, is we're going to indoctrinate <laughs> the children, man. But it's so funny to hear a guy who's like your age, he's like 35, he's got a kid who's like nine, and he's like, man, there's like this nine-year-old kid dressed as a chick. It's weird, dude. <laughs> and everybody's clapping. Oh, yeah, and Whoa, he's dancing, so and weird. oh, man. Uh, we had a little bit of a term going viral there for a minute, and it was called bigotry, but uh, we were throwing down the uh, <laughs> phrase grooming, and now it seems yeah. like we're doing a little bit of a, a grooming, right? You're kind of prepping these people, and so much so that now we got um, kids who aren't even double digits, right, uh, doing drag queen hour. This is fantastic. We're doing, we've like, a drag point. show shit during the talent show. You know what I mean? Like wow. the kid will dress in drag and dance to fucking... Back Whitney in my Houston. day, uh, my buddies and I got together and formed a... A uh, blues rock band, and then we did a talent show and played some music. Uh, That's kind of it's <laughs> kind of what boys our age did back in those days. We played against other yeah. bands and other performers. Uh, no male drag queen hour. I gotta say, we have gone uh, in a wild path. Um, you want never con- even crossed the mind, you know? You want to hear more of Vivek <clears throat> battling the anchor here oh, at yeah. CNN, and he's going to connect Jan Six to the Gretchen Witch. Uh, you'll figure it out. Okay, there were federal agents in the crowd on, on, yes. on January 6th. Yep. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd on January so 6th. So I'm going to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know yep. this is going to be a little uncomfortable, but we're going we're, we're gonna to go through this and you can, and you can, you can push Just back on it after the evidence. That. And you can push back on that. And let's do this fairly. Why did they suppress footage of now what's been released, 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd, shooting tear gas into that crowd. You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Uh, now you see footage coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet. Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial because it was entrapment. That is government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to $5,000, encouraged them to buy munitions plan something they weren't otherwise willing to plan. So much so, and I want people at home to know this, especially CNN viewers to know this, is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards, gave him a hug, apologized, seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to who had to go to some Mexican restaurant across the street to get hot water. These people were exploited with credit cards up to $5,000, FBI agents, putting them up to a kidnapping plot that we were told was true but was entrapment. 14, Same thing with the Capitol Police. People Mr. letting Ramaswamy, it in freely. Many of those people Mr. then Mr. being Ramaswamy, charged. Ramaswamy, look. The government cannot I, put you up I to do something and then Mr. charge Ramaswamy, you for Ramaswamy, it. Look. All right, here comes the payoff. All right, I promised you a good one. Right here. That's wrong. I don't want to have to. To the left I don't, right, I don't, don't want to have to. I don't want to have to interrupt you. I really don't. But I don't want you to mislead the audience here or I'm at not. home. I'm not. I think they've been misled by mainstream media. 14. 
<laughs> they laughed at her for wow. talking about misleading the audience. Oh my god, man. Wow. I'm really glad to see that because I really hope the narrative shifts on this January. That the January 6th should be the biggest red pill. Yes, it really should be. Absolutely. January 6th is the is January 6th is the best example that the Democratic Party, mainstream media, and the biggest tech companies are all working together. They are one party working together trying to convince you to keep them in power. Absolutely, dude. Do you know what gets me about that clip and what Vivek has to say right there about the entrapment case against those fellas, those poor idiots in Michigan who got fooled by the feds to be a part of their retarded plan to kidnap Gretchen Wichmer. But uh, what got me and what I can't stop focusing on is the fact that the FBI gave these two dudes credit cards up to $5,000 to procure all the necessary materials to, you know, carry out this plot. And what do we always say about every mass shooter? Well, what do I always think about Uvalde? Where did that kid get those credit cards with the $4,000 limit to buy all that ammunition? Right? Like they buy guns we can't afford and we work full time. Exactly, dude. But no, no, no. The Uvalde yeah, maybe these guy. guys just carried out the mission before you wanted them to. Well, it, it seems like the or media really, really wants to bury the, the Whitmer kidnapping plot because it really exposes the truth about all these other scenarios. And again, I can't get over Uvalde specifically. That kid had these credit cards with an unbelievable credit limit, and he bought so many guns and so much ammunition. It's yeah, absurd. He lived in, like, a trailer in nowhere, Texas. It's, it's kind of impossible, of man. <laughs> I'm just, it's totally impossible that this kid was able to get those credit cards, and you no. think, like, how did he get them? Like, how did it happen? Just let's, let's go through the evidence, right? Well, you don't really need to, because just look at the Whitmer thing. These dudes were handed credit cards up to $5,000 to go uh, do this kidnapping plot. Is it such <laughs> a wild people, stretch of the imagination to think they did the same thing with the Uvalde guy? For sure. Most people, your first credit card is like 300 bucks from Walmart. <laughs> $5,000, you go buy weapons. And it was multiple credit cards. The kid, Uvalde, he walked in there with like $14,000 worth of guns and ammo. Man, I'm just saying that the Whitmer case in Michigan proves the Uvalde case was a government plot. Yeah, that's a good call. And they're not very too similar. Very similar events, uh, in as far as money being provided, where did it come from? Whose idea was this plot? Uh, I'm big on the MK Ultra element, where people nowadays more than ever are highly susceptible to being uh, manipulated into carrying out events. Hey, what is that? Ketchup on the wall. Ketchup on the wall. Top of mind. Top of mind. Let's throw out these catchphrases, and all of a sudden we'll get our psychopaths triggered out there in the populace, and they'll go carry out our little shootings. Right? And maybe we'll stoke the violence with these people. We'll give them some credit cards and convince them to go buy the guns, right? That is a little crazy. Yeah, I like- $5,000, huh? And these guys don't have a fucking two pennies to rub together. 
And you got to do whatever you say, you know. And you have Vivek out there, a presidential candidate, allegedly, talking about this on a national uh, channel and, and, you know, on a nationally live uh, televised event. It's good stuff. We need people hearing this more often. As a tinfoil hat nutjob enthusiast, I like knowing that the suburban Karens out there are getting a little bit into their noggin, and maybe, maybe there's some red pill going on there on some level. asking questions now more than ever because right now something's about to spread that I don't think people are aware of. Tropical diseases that once were considered distant problems for much of the country are now closer to home, as close as the nearest mosquito to you. This year, health authorities began reporting more locally acquired cases of malaria and also disease spread by tropical (laughs) parasites. Experts say the U.S. can expect more tropical diseases and should be preparing. Here's NPR's Ping Huang. In the mid-1980s, 80s Albopictus mosquitoes came to the U.S. through the used tire trade. These insects, also known as Asian tiger mosquitoes, can carry viruses like dengue, Zika, and chikungunya, and they quickly adapted to city life in the south and east and western U.S. Okay, so they're having a problem. The malaria, the Zika, all this stuff is coming back. And you may be asking yourself, especially if you're a fan of the dude men over here, uh, haven't I heard something about the malaria and the mosquitoes? Wasn't this a thing? <laughs> you know, that I already know the answer to this. Oh, are, uh, oh I, I thought I, you had... Oh, no, are you ready? I was waiting for your... I want to hear your conspiracy. Yeah, I got to hear you. Let's... Let's take a time to... Tune into the Bill Gates Foundation and see what they're Malaria up to this year. Malaria eradication will be incredibly difficult. During the last two decades, we've made a lot of progress reducing the burden of malaria. We've had more resources, we've had new interventions that we've scaled up, and we've had political commitment. But the COVID pandemic has interfered with our progress. And we're seeing resistance to our current drugs and the insecticides we use on bed nets. Right now, we have uh, four main tools that we use against malaria. We have rapid diagnostic tests, we have treatment drugs, and then we have the bed nets. And finally, there's insecticide spraying your house so that mosquitoes can't live there. In the future, we have some even better tools coming. We're looking at vaccines that would have long duration. We're looking at a new way of killing mosquitoes, which is an attractive targeted sugar bait trap Further out in the future, we'll actually have gene drive, which changes the genetics of the mosquitoes and either reduces their population or reduces how long they live. That could have dramatic benefits. We have great tools. Okay, now, now, wait, hear me out, hear me out. Now, just think about everything he just said, right? And replace the word mosquitoes with humans. Scaled up, and we've had political commitment, but the COVID pandemic has interfered with our progress, and we're seeing resistance to our current drugs and the insecticides we use on bed nets. Okay, we're seeing resistance to our drugs, right? Right now, we have uh, four main tools that we use against malaria. We have rapid diagnostic. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have treatment drugs, and then we have the bed nets, and finally there's insecticide spraying your house. The chemtrails. I'm talking chemtrails, so people. So that mosquitoes people can't side. live there. In the future, we have some even better tools coming. We're looking at vaccines that would have long duration. We're looking at a new way of killing mosquitoes, which is humans. Long an duration. attractive targeted sugar bait trap. Further out in the future, we'll actually sugar have trap. Gene... McDonald's just opened a new store. We got the adult sugar happy drinks. meals, and then you're getting too <laughs> fat from the adult happy meal, right? Don't worry, we got the Ozempics. Shoot this into your system, right? It'll melt away your insides. Come on. Which changes... Oh, Ozempic if you watch Oprah. Uh, go V if you're with Weight Watchers. <laughs> All right, so you got my point here. Um, I played for Emma earlier today, and I said, just, just think about it. If he's talking about humans, he is treating humans like the mosquitoes. <laughs> I mean, really, what's the difference? They're spraying oh, us like mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> the chemtrails, they're spraying us like mosquitoes. They're injecting us, the mosquitoes, with their vaccines, with their new I mean, genetics. The virus. Man, I'm telling you, dude. He talks about... So there's another clip that is from a clip we did way early in the year talking about his mosquito farm that he has. Remember? <laughs> he's got his mosquito farm where he's genetically modifying the mosquitoes so that way they don't procreate and they only cre procreate a certain genome type of mosquito that doesn't bite humans or some crazy thing where they eventually just die out. The race of mosquitoes die out. Folks, that's what they did with the mRNA vaccines. I'm telling you right now, dude. Bill Gates is instituting his mosquito program on humanity. I like that. Okay, so there's definitely malaria uptick in America, and your your answer is Bill Gates and all the other billionaires, oh, a few other billionaires, they're doing a mosquito genetic, you know. It's Bill Gates, that's what you're saying. Here's my, here's what I got out of this, like, <laughs> I'm I'm not, I don't care about the malaria spreading, my thought process with this was, I, in my head, am going to replace mosquito with human. And when I think about how Bill Gates is trying to eradicate, eradicate these mosquitoes, like, but not all mosquitoes, right? Bill Gates and these elites, they don't want to eradicate all humans, just, just us useless eater humans. So, so you know they're on track when they could eliminate just the black mosquitoes. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> when you only see Jewish mosquitoes floating around, I think you know they figured it out. The, Be very afraid. The Ashkenazi Ash Jew mosquitoes. Ash yeah, watch out, Ash man. Ashkenazi. Uh, yeah. The Ashkosh If all the mosquitoes yes. you're running into are circumcised, you need to run. <laughs> run. That's when you know they've they've perfected whatever they're injecting us with, man. <laughs> but if you listen to how he treats the mosquitoes and eradicating just a certain type of mosquito if you think about humans and bill gates and these creepos over at the world economic forum and all all those you know oh, groups they're like, gonna kill all the people with muscles they're just trying to eradicate <laughs> a certain group of humans just like the mosquitoes so yeah. let's test out this program on mosquitoes you know we'll do the spraying in the environment but whatever we spray only kills this is gonna genetically. kill every yeah. human with Muscle density and 2020 <laughs> vision. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it will fulfill the destiny of Bill Gates where he will be the manliest man in the world with his bitch tits and spaghetti <laughs> arms. That's exactly what will happen. Well, no, because his billionaire wife will still be alive.
She's more of a man than he ever was. Well, uh, Bill Gates' wife is actually um, that actor from the Wild Wild West dressed in drag. Um, <laughs> I can't think of his name. The Wild Wild West with Will Smith. The other guy. That's Bill Gates' wife. There's a lot of theories online about this. I think it's highly credible. <laughs> oh, he used Michelle's guy. Yeah, Big Mike. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. No, dude, a lot of people have it. There, there's been, like, these crazy news things about how, like, malaria and, like, all these other, like, third-world diseases. We're seeing an uptick in cases. But if you look at it, the proportions that are they're going up are di- can be directly related to the amount of immigrants we're letting into this country. People from third-world countries are just coming in with malaria. Well, it brings a little, uh, you know, water to my theory on the flu vaccine, the COVID vaccine. We don't have anything spreading until people get inoculated with these diseases, and then you introduce that disease into the environment. Good girl. That's how you're getting the malaria here, or through Bill Gates' malaria mosquitoes. We all saw the videos online of those helicopters dumping his malaria mosquitoes on the beaches of Florida several months ago. those were debunked. I, I, I'm going to always follow my tinfoil hat heart <laughs> and believe in the non-factual theory. Um, and when it comes to not believing data or facts or anything, uh, you know, I, I tend to kind of actually strangely not believe the guy, David Gorsuch, who's been going around everywhere. He's been on Rogan and... Every podcast imaginable, even Tucker over on the X, formerly known as Twitter. I said it. Yeah, it's true. Um, uh, is he another guy that sucked off Obama? I think so. Yeah, he was in the limo with uh, Mr. Larry Sinclair. <laughs> this is where they got the crack. So, um, you know, there's a lot of speculation as to what this David Gorsuch guy is talking about with the aliens and the recovered crafts, the alien bodies and all that nonsense and the tech that we're using. I have thrown it out there that there's just something very not believable about this guy, as opposed to uh, who was the other dude that was on Joe Rogan many years ago. Um, uh, bizarre. Yeah, Larry. Lazar. Lazar, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so uh, Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, a little more believable for some reason, probably because he's kind of looks like an alien himself. Uh, he wasn't overselling it. Exactly. This guy does seem like he is selling it. So when it comes to Gorsuch, I think we got to actually ask the true uh, intellectuals and experts out there and see what their opinion is on the alien phenomena. Uh, Dr. Avi Loeb, uh, who's also a physicist, (laughs) runs the Galileo Project at Harvard. He said, quote, the most efficient path toward new knowledge is through direct evidence. And unfortunately, that was not provided by David Grush. And if it exists, remains a secret. David Grush this week told me this in response to Dr. Loeb. Take a listen. I I understand he wants to see proof. Um, Unfortunately, I can't do that because I... I need to abide by the law. I'm not here to go to jail. So we have a true transparency issue. And I think the Galileo Project and and Dr. Loeb, who seems like a nice enough gentleman when I talk to him, needs to lobby the U.S. government for transparency because his astronomy and astrophysics community is being unfortunately degraded and destroyed by not providing this, this information broadly to be studied by highly qualified experts like him and, and other physicists of, of high repute. 
You are a astrophysicist of the highest repute. I'm guessing you'd be first in line to study the evidence if anybody finally brought it out from behind closed doors. Of course, and of course that happened in Mexico. We remember that the alien bodies, they were ridiculed by so many people. Yeah, it's Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're welcome. <laughs> the but the I was gas. actually excited by this. Finally, there's, a, there's an august congressional body where alien uh, mummies are brought forth. That's the kind of thing that should happen in the American Congress and hasn't. I, I, I corresponded with uh, some of the principals with the, that were involved with shepherding the, the, these Mexican aliens. Actually, they're claimed to be from Peru, the Nazca area of Peru. Mexican aliens, Neil. I don't know uh, if that's totally uh, PC well, there, man. <laughs> A little anti-woke, if you ask me. Right. Sure, and the Peruvians wonder how do they end up in Mexico. Next you're going to tell that's me these aliens island. only have two genders? <laughs> uh, I don't believe it. I don't know either, but the point is, now that you have them on display, it's intriguing. They look awfully humanoid, by the way, to have come from another planet. They mm -hmm. look more human than most life on Earth looks human, and we have DNA in common. That's a separate issue. Scientifically, that this is a start, and now right. we say share the data with yeah. other people, share tissue samples so that other labs can investigate. That's how we roll. I all right, I actually agree with old Neil deGase in this one, man, because I had this Gorsuch dude has been everywhere, and he he's raking it up with the clicks and the likes and everybody sharing him, getting on the Tucker and on the Rogan and all that good stuff, but he seems like a bullshit artist, and I can't believe I'm saying it. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson is uh, calling him out correctly. Like, give us something, dude. Like, show some proof that you're telling anything true, because otherwise you sound like a lying asshole. Yeah, I don't buy any of it. I think they're just covering up for uh, military tech. Yeah, that's what I think, too. I was at a gathering this weekend. We did some festive holiday-based hanging out with some old friends, uh, making cookies, and doing gingerbread houses, which I've never Ooh. been uh, done that. Uh, it was a really fun time. But a lot of uh, you know interesting conversation was flying around, and not me, believe it or not, but somebody else brought up uh, the Tic Tac spaceship. Ah, uh, highly controversial. Uh, Did you tell them about MH370? I, <laughs> I, in fact, did, sir. I brought up the airline disappearing into the time portal. And the, and the fella in question who had brought up the original uh, conversation with the TikTok or TikTac, uh, before he left, as he was uh, you know, heading out the door, he said, hey, we'll have to chat more about those conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> Because the conversation continued in the group, but he kind of slowly disappeared into the abyss of the rabbit hole that is the MH370 flight to Malaysia disappearing through the time portal of the three Tic Tacs uh, flying around it. Uh, he clearly saw the video footage and then warped out of uh, reality for the time period <laughs> of the rest of the party there. I sent him on a wild little rabbit chase. I didn't mean to, but, man, he brought right. up the original uh, Tic Tac there. I said, well, if you want to go down the Tic Tac rabbit hole, my friend, check out the three of them all together and what they did to that flight there in 2014. That's incredible. It piques interest, man. the new man. Philadelphia project. <laughs> Dude.
That's right. Everybody uh, showed up at some island, probably uh, Diego Garcia. And if you haven't ever looked up Diego Diego Garcia, it is an island that doesn't exist, but it does exist. And it's a military place uh, somewhere out there in the Pacific. Uh, Theories abound that Diego Garcia is the airfield where the flights of 9-11 actually went to. Did you see that fucking timeline of the phone call? Bro, it made me think of you. You're talking about the nine, the flight 93 phone call? The guy who called his wife. Oh, yeah, he called his wife. He said, we're going to tackle the terrorists. Let's roll! <laughs> and apparently, uh, so then they crashed into the building. But apparently, the, like, if you really dissect the report, the phone call took place after they hit the building. That's right. And if you enjoy the... Theory that the flights were diverted immediately yes. to to Diego Garcia is the uh, the secret yes. island that they were di- diverted. And that's to. where they forced them to call their loved ones to to fake the uh, entire scene. Absolutely, which would and now that dude now that new videos on Twitter of or on X of the uh, that new angle from the boat of the plane hitting the building, the second building. And what's the dude, deal with that angle? Bro, it hits fucking corner, straight corner. There's no way that building falls straight down. It hit the, like, blows out the corner, and then there's, like, an explosion below. That's right. There was, like, a... (laughs) There were bombs in the building, or what a lot of people believe, and I have really gotten on board with this many times in the past... Uh, I believe they took the original flights away, Diego Garcia. Uh, they probably killed the passengers, I imagine. Um, and then the flights we saw flying into the buildings were drones. And, it, yeah, and for sure. what a lot of people speculate, and you can almost see it on a lot of the footage, the drones fired missiles into the buildings right before impact. For sure, dude. I'm, I'm all in now. I'm all in. It was military. Yes. They were military planes. They fired missiles. And if you're on board with the missile firing, then you can easily get on board with the the element that whatever was in those missiles, man, they melted some steel, baby, and they also created a lot of cancers for a lot of people that were there at Ground Zero for many decades to oh, come. Oh, I think it was like the uh, depleted uranium. There were there were some yes. There there is a lot you of know. speculation that there was a nuclear element to this. Uh, you know, to this whole thing, dude. Nine eleven was was uh was shock and awe. I know we like to say that the shock and awe campaign happened there in Iraq, but no, the shock and awe campaign unfolded on 9-11 that, uh, in yeah, that, it was those our morning October hours. October 7th in the Gaza Strip over there. Same Absolutely, thing. dude. And it shocked the population, and then we just turned over all our rights. Oh, immediately after, a drafted version that had been in the works sitting on the docket there for decades called the Patriot Act was the just Patriot. signed away, baby, and we all said, screw those French fries, they're freedom fries now, man, yeah! That was always the saying is, you won't have to take our freedom. We'll give it up. Ah, we'll beg, yeah. We'll beg you to take it. <laughs> That's right, dude. It's Sad. crazy. I didn't know you saw that footage uh, of that, the newly found footage of the second plane hitting... And um, it's always looked military, man. 
And yeah, the, the way the angle of that plane hit in that corner, you can't tell me that building fell. It didn't even hit the elevator shaft. Like that was the whole point was it had to break that shaft to drop straight down, you know? That's right, man. Oof. Ooh, it's bad to think about. And then the whole thing about the guys who were working on the elevators for months before, but then none of them were there that day. And how about lucky Larry Silverstein, who happened uh, uh, happened to not he happened to just call out of work that day, and he also cashed out billions on the insurance of the fall of the twin towers. Got not one but two claims because it was two separate attacks. <laughs> That's right, man. Insane. Uh, you can't make this stuff up, folks. Lucky Larry Silverstein, uh, the man, made a fortune. Uh, off of the destruction of the Twin Towers. Dude, 9-11, man, I, I can never get enough of it. it it's just one you of those... Never forget. I never will. No, no, sir. It, it, it has to be the s- moment that, uh, you know, you we look at the Kennedy assassination as being one of the greatest uh, modern-day coup d'etats, but uh, I have to say a, a secondary or maybe the final nail in the coffin of said coup d'etat could have been the 9-11 attacks. No, it was just like the refresh, you know? You gotta refresh to be fresh, my man. We all know that. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs>